Welcome to the Self-Esteem and Confidence Mindset with me, Johnny Pardo. Are you wanting to do something, but you're really struggling with the motivation? Today, we're going to go through how you can become more motivated. Welcome back to the Self-Esteem and Confidence Mindset podcast with me. Johnny Pardo, here to help you boost your self-esteem, confidence, and manage that negative self-talk. I've been in a number of situations which really pushed me to do something. And it, it was hard for me to get motivation sometimes. I can remember trying to work out when younger or just eat well. I can remember tedious or hard tasks at work and I just couldn't sit still or focus but I've also had people come to me and say I'm not motivated to do this I don't want to exercise it's really difficult to get back in the swing of things when I've gone off something so I'm going to give you five tips for how you can become more motivated my first point is motivation only works in the short term what you need is a compelling reason and drive to do something. But these tips are going to cover motivation. However, you do need a strong drive to continue. So my first tip is it's not the motivation you lack. It's the true reason to do something. You probably have a reason to do something. And if you don't, the thing you're trying to do is probably not right for you. Really tap into your drive to do something. So if you want to write that book, if you want to create that video, if you want to really, really complete all those reports should you that are due, what is the true reason for doing something? What is the pleasure you're going to get? And what's the pain of not doing it? Really understanding that is going to create a stronger drive and reminding you yourself of that regularly is going to help you keep going. Your why I am on about here. So what is the true why behind doing something? There's a great book called Start With Why by Simon Sinek. And if you look at that, it talks about using your why for everything. When we just say what we need to do rather than why we truly want to do something, then we start to lack motivation because we forget the reason. When we've got when we've got a true emotional why for doing something, that is going to drive us. So make sure you've got that established. The second point is pain and pleasure. I actually started to talk about it a little bit in that previous point, but these are known as neuro association. Now, a neuro association is what we associate with activities. So we either get inspired by pain or pleasure and whichever one stronger will drive us. So if you want to lose weight, for example, you may get the pleasure maybe that you're going to lose the weight and the pain is you're going to, and you're going to feel good. And then the pain is Oh, I'm going to be less energetic. It's going to be life's going to be a bit trickier when I've got less energy. I'm going to be less productive. And that's your thought originally, but you forget about it. And then suddenly this nice piece of chocolate cake comes along. And the pleasure would be the taste of the chocolate cake. But the pain is, 
uh, well, it'll, you know, stop my progress. But actually, the pleasure becomes a lot stronger. So therefore, you might use a bit of willpower at first, um, which isn't a sustainable solution, by the way. But then you start to, oh, your pleasure overcomes the pain of falling off your diet. So therefore, you give in. But what you need to do is start looking at the pain of not doing something. What's going to happen if you don't do something, if you don't do that report, if you don't write that book? So using the example of the chocolate cake, the okay, you've got a bit of pleasure of eating the chocolate cake, but the pain, you need to increase what it means in terms of pain. The pain could be that you'll fall off your diet, that you become less energetic, that you, you don't feel as good, you you'd lose that promise to yourself that you made, you therefore lose your respect. Now I'm sounding like I'm going a bit over the top here, but you really need to connect emotions to your pain and pleasure. Now you need to do that in other areas. So writing a book, for example, the the pleasure may be that you get a reward of doing what you love doing and sharing with other people impacting on your life, but your pain is what others are gonna think. Now you need to think about the pain of not doing it that you could be frustrated and in your shell for the rest of your life, not doing things you love, not sharing that message, not touching someone's life. And then that becomes a stronger driver. So you need to start consciously for things, don't need to do this for everything in your life, else that would be overload. But if there's something blocking you, you need to really look at what the pain and pleasure is from doing it and which one's stronger and therefore how can you make yourself more driven to do something. The third point is the subconscious. The subconscious is an infinitive storage within our brain. Now, our conscious mind is what we think about every day, but in our subconscious, there's unlimited amount of information that you've picked up from all aspects of your life. Now, if it's dominantly positive information, you're going to probably feel happier that you've picked in. If you're listening to good information over and over again, that's going to play, that's going to play an impact on your life. But if you're constantly listening to negativity, you're not going to feel as good. So you need to start programming it to be motivated. And how do you do that and driven? You need to listen to uplifting information. You need to start listening to maybe hypnosis is quite a good one. Uh, pick a good, I do this, a good hypnotist and listen to some um, they, they always say tapes. I think it's a bit old fashioned, but audio um, before you go to bed. Um, I'm not that old, so I don't talk about tapes, but listen to um, audios before you go to bed, because that's really going to reprogram your subconscious. So think about where you want to be. Say, I am productive. I'm productive. Listening to that, that you need to get that kind of message into your subconscious. My fourth tip is make it easy for yourself. There is a great book called Atomic Habits by James Clear. And it really talks about making habits as easy as possible. Sometimes we begin something and think, yeah, that's great. I'm going to get fit. I'm going to go for two hours of exercise each day. And then we start to lose track. We start to lose the motivation. But making it simple to start off with is, makes it easier to achieve. So going for that 20 minute walk as opposed to two hours of intense workouts every day is more sustainable. But obviously, you want to add in some good workouts as well. But making it as easy as possible is going to create momentum rather than making it too hard. That's my fourth point. And then my final point is just 
perhaps it should have been the first one, but look at the reason for not being motivated. Understand what is holding you back. When we increase our self-awareness, we make more progress. So think about what exactly is holding you back. Journal it out. Ask yourself the question and then think about how can I address this? Start asking yourself that powerful question to get more motivated. And I've I've taught this through with, with someone I was helping in terms of losing weight was an example. And well, I've taught this through with many, many people and helped them. But someone I was working with, for example, was trying to lose weight. And they had all their habits set up for failure, basically. In this instance, they had bad food around the place. They were trying to follow really complicated workouts. And it wasn't, they made it really boring, really dull. And they set themselves up for failure and it wasn't motivating for them. So therefore, we looked at how we could make their diet plan a bit more simple, um, thinking about how they could remove temptations, how they could make their exercise plan more enjoyable. And therefore, they started to do this and they actually lost a couple of stone from just making it easier for them and looking at actually what their pain and pleasures were a little bit as well, um, what, how they could enjoy it a little bit more rather than making it so painful for them, changing those neuro associations. So this is just one example I can think of off the top of my head. But if you're a creative or you're a writer and you feel like you could increase your drive even more, you're perhaps having problems in this area of motivation and want to look what specifically is blocking you, I am personally offering one-to-one programs for confidence and writing. So if you've been looking for that positive change in your life, getting the creativity out of you and more confident living, then you can take the courage to apply and see if you qualify for working together with me on a weekly basis. I will be your personal mentor helping you conquer the day. Now, these one-to-one sessions are limited, but I'm letting you know because I don't want you to miss out. Thank you very much for listening. If you've appreciated this today, then you can share it with your friends and family or give this a rating. I would really, really appreciate that. Um, Thank you very much. Of course, I have a final message to leave you with. Improve your self-esteem. You improve the lives of others. Thank you. And I will catch you in the next episode.